Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take their businesses to the next level. Join us as we chat with green industry leaders to discover best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, friends? Welcome back to the Green Industry Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about three keys to experiencing and achieving those hefty profits in our business. We put so much time and energy into our business. If you've been doing this for a while, you know what it's like to eat, sleep, breathe your business. And we don't want to be working out there in vain or for those razor thin profit margins, but we want to be making bank some hefty. You like that word, Mr. Producer? That's a word to say big. (laughs) It's actually on my trash bag. That's where I got the, the word from. And And uh, I looked it up and that's what it meant. So I'll take it and run with it. Instead of saying big profits, how about some hefty profits? (laughs) After you use those raggedy trash bags and then you start using the big strong ones with the scent, you you never go back. Anyway, that's what we're going to be chatting about on today's show. And there's so many components that make up a profitable business, but there's a few of them that really carry a lot of weight. And I want to talk about those today. Thank you to our show sponsors, the Hardscape Academy. Caleb Allman is the go-to to Guy, if you want to learn more about how to have a successful hardscape company, he really specializes in those patio pavers and has courses to teach you how to do that, as well as retaining walls and much more over there at the Hardscape Academy. Now, my guy, Michael Bedell up there in Michigan does a lot. He does landscaping, he does snowplow, and he really is intelligent when it comes to numbers. And so if you want to dial in on some of the numbers in your business, or maybe get some contracts or documents to help you run your your business. Michael has a huge library over there at debtfreelandscaper.com. And we certainly appreciate Bedell for sponsoring today's program. And of course, the best producer in the biz, Mr. Producer, the best bookkeeper in the biz, Miss Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. So nothing but the best around here. Megan and Joey are who we personally use around here at the Green Industry Podcast. And I obviously highly recommend them. Not only do they keep your books in order, but they also do once a month your monthly profit meeting, which some of my friends that use Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, we joke around that it's kind of an intimidating time of the month because Megan and Joey scare us. You don't want to, uh, it's like going to the principal's office. You, you don't want to go down there unless you know you got everything in order. You, you don't want to go to that, that profit meeting if you don't have big profits. And so that it was really, that accountability in all honesty, it really helps me to consider, is this expense going to help me make money and be more profitable? Or is it kind of a wasted expense? And is this price profitable? And it just makes you think in, in every uh, transaction and business decision, how does this affect my bottom line? They're here to help. They are Gulf Coast Bookkeeping. Megan and Joey down there in Florida. Real quick, some industry news. I want to let you guys know my friend Mitchell Gordy has a YouTube channel that he recently put out. He has a lot of value for those of you who watch his Instagram story. He's got a really unique story in the sense that he is a highway patrol officer there in North Carolina. So if you go speeding down those highways in North Carolina, you're going to have Mitchell Gordy chasing you down. So go to speed limit in North Carolina. And if you want some knowledge and encouragement and inspiration, Check out his new YouTube channel. I love how encouraging he is on Instagram to promote others. And we want to make sure to give him a shout out on the podcast today to help beef up when you start 
YouTube, it's challenging because the, the algorithm doesn't know who you are. And it really takes a lot of consistency and, you know, having the right title and description and tags and thumbnails. And there's so much that goes into it. I've, I've nerded out for hours watching Tim Schmoyer and, and learning about the YouTube algorithm. And it really helps out when you're in those early days, when you got a bunch of people that can rally behind you and help you get to that 1000 subs. And then eventually you catch stride and then you see Fullerton. It's like he hits a hundred thousand subscribers and you blink and then it's like 125,000 subscribers. You're like, how did he get 25,000 subscribers in a few, you know, a few months when it's taken me forever to get to, uh, you know, whatever threshold we're attempting. So Mitchell Gordy, Mitchell's Lawn Care, make sure we give him a big uh, green industry podcast boost and um, quality content over there. Uh, he's not just the state highway patrol officer. He obviously has a lawn care company and shares a lot about his journey and, and equipment and properties and all of that. So one of these days, he, uh, well, I'll just say this. He, he always gets me nervous with this pond and he puts his right uh, stand there right next to the edge of the pond. And uh, <laughs> it's uh, way too close for me. He, he's living on the edge there. And uh, I'm obviously a little bit more conservative. I'd, I'd have a nice little gap and I'd go down there and weed eat it, play it safe. But uh, Gordy's got a lot of courage over there. Book release January 24th. Make sure you uh, mark the calendar and we may have the book available for pre-sale before then, if we get everything in order, uh, it's kind of the, 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 where everything's at with the book right now, folks, is it is complete. It is 100% finished. But after you complete the book, you actually have to send it off to get it formatted and the book cover made and then ISBN number, international standard book number. I believe that I'm learning all this for the first time as a, uh, you know, we make fun of Rick's mowing and Chuck in the truck with lawn care because, you know, they're kind of rookies and they're making all these rookie mistakes. And uh, as a first time author, you know, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. And uh, it is definitely a lot more work and nuances than I thought, but it is worth it. I have, when I say I poured my heart and soul into this project, I have given a lot of energy and time and uh, really a commitment to the spirit of excellence. So I don't want to cut any corners. I don't want to do anything half-hearted. I want to do everything with the spirit of excellence. And so it is um, going to be out January 24th. However, we may have that available a little bit before then for pre-sale. Stay tuned. Last but not least, our Florida tour is coming up in February. And if you'd like to be a part of the tour, we are going to do a meetup outdoors in Tampa Bay, Florida on Friday, February 12th. So again, Friday. February 12th. A lot of key influencers, leaders in the industry are going to be at that meetup. And it's going to be kind of like we do at GIE Expo on the Thursday. A lot of us go out in the parking lot by that roller coaster out. If you guys have been there before, you know what I'm talking about. It's just a big group of guys at GIE and we hang out there and, you know, take Instagram pictures together and just chat about business and um, talk shop out there in the parking lot. It's a lot of fun. And with GIE being postponed, guys are, you know, just eager to fellowship and hang out. The Launchpreneur Academy live event was a huge success. And it was really a big uh, social explosion of, of, um, 
momentum because we're so excited to talk to other entrepreneurs and small business owners and Fullerton's like, guys, get back in the, you know, get back into the room because everyone wanted to just uh, navigate into the hallway and fellowship and talk. And so we're going to be doing that. We will let you know the venue. We're still looking at some parks and parking lots and outdoor places where, you know, we can go out there and uh, socially distance and, and, and whatnot, but be outdoors and, and safe and uh, hang out guys and, and have a good time. So looking forward to that. All right. We are going to hear from our show sponsors and then coming up, we're going to talk about the three keys to hefty profits. Are you ready to make some serious money this winter with snow and ice management services? Are you looking to position yourself as an industry professional and to protect your bottom line from issues like unstable salt prices? Don't get left out in the cold this winter. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to check out the highly sought-after commercial and residential snow plowing contracts. These agreements are available for internet download and are easy to edit and make your own. DebtFreeLandscaper.com, the green industry's most professional resource for lawn and landscaping contracts, hiring employees and subcontractors, and where you'll find the same money-making commercial snow contract that numerous contractors like Brian Fullerton have used to dominate the snow and ice management industry. DebtFreeLandscaper.com. Head over to DebtFreeLandscaper.com to get access to these incredible resources today and put yourself in a position to plow through the competition. Most landscapers are so tired, they just want to enjoy a little of their evening. However, you often go home and your bookkeeping from the day or week immediately demands your time. Unfortunately, because you can't give it your full energy or focus, it just sits there, night after night, untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good cash flow, good decision making, and the peace of mind you need. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a full service bookkeeping solution that is guaranteed to give you your time back and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to www.gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15 minute phone call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends, all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. We'll take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at www.gulfcoastbk.com. One-on-one business coaching is now available with Paul Jamison. Better call Paul. That's all. Details in the notes. Now back to the Green Industry Podcast. Okay, so profitability is so important in a business. It's just a big waste of time if we are not profitable or if our profits are laser thin, then you might as well go get a job. There's a lot of great companies out there. You could work 40 hours a week. You can get benefits. You can have somewhat of a reliable, steady paycheck if you work for a, a really solid company and you have great performance. And so, you know, for some folks, that's the way to go in life. And, and maybe that's God's plan for you. For me, I feel the call to be an entrepreneur, but I also understand the weight of that. And there's so much risk because if you don't have a good foundation and you don't have big profits, then you could get evicted. You could be homeless. You could, you know, suffer financially and that's going to affect relationships. That's going to affect your health, the stress of it. There's so many risks that go to this. So what 
does it take to have a profitable business? Now, that's a huge question, and there's so many components. In my book, I actually write how it's like the human body with all the intricacies. I recently had an appendix situation, and the doctor was explaining to me how that affects your large intestine and then how that affects, and he just, next thing you know, it's, it affects your overall health. One little body part affects you know your overall health. And in our business, there's all these little uh, components to our business and they all work together to determine what percentage profit margin are we earning or are we not even getting a net profit? Are we actually in the red or is there a, a loss? And so three of these many components I'm going to share about today. And if you skip out on one of these three, forget about it. It's, it's going to be a very tough to be profitable in business. Now, if you do all three of them, that doesn't necessarily equate to hefty profit margins because you have to do all the other small things right. But if there's three things that I found my first decade in business that are super important to focus on, these are those three. And again, don't send me the email. You can send me an email at greatindustrypodcast.com, but don't send an email and not listen to this whole thing and misquote me and misunderstand that I'm saying there's only three keys to profitability. These are three of many, but these are three that I think we should really put our focus on as we're talking about 21 days to a better business. Number one is efficiency. We need to be as efficient as possible. I'll never forget my most inefficient property. This lady uh, called me out and really, really sweet lady. And she had this gigantic home with a huge yard. And it was on the most, one of those prettiest golf holes you ever seen with fairway bunkers everywhere. And uh, on both sides of the, the fairway and just a beautiful golf course. Uh, they keep this place immaculate. They play PGA uh, events and, and whatnot at this course. And, and uh, it's called the TPC, the, the Players Championship or something like that. I don't even know. But it, the golf course is, is phenomenal. They spent $20 million remodeling it. And this was just a beautiful home with the awesome swimming pool. And I used to put it on my Instagram story uh, quite a bit. So when I got out there, I was like, wow. And I'm at the time I only had a 21 inch Honda mower. Okay. This is very young in my business. 21 inch. You didn't mishear me. 21 inches was my largest mower at the time. And uh, I'm looking at the grass and it is, it is huge. The, the square feet was I didn't, this was before I had the common sense to measure the square feet of the property. So I just looked at it and I'm like, ah, it's probably going to take me four hours to mow. And so anyway, this was not the right price or whatever, but I, I told her it will be $600 monthly to take care of your property. I figured $150 per, per time. This again, not I didn't hit good numbers on this job, but this lady was really wealthy and she heard good things about me. And she's like, yeah, sure. She's like, and just so you know, you know, we just, we, we bought the property, we're renovating it and then we're going to sell it. So, you know, she's like, don't expect us to be here more than six months to a year. And that, that's about what it turned out to be about a year. So I would go out there and I'd push, you know, this, uh, 21 inch Honda mower. It's actually a good mower, but you know, I did that for like two times and I realized this ain't going to work because my other properties were small at this time. So then I went out and bought a 30 inch, uh, I think it was an Xmark Turf Master or something like that. It was two grand, I believe. Shout outs to our friends at Howard Brothers. And uh, that, that helped it. Uh, improve my efficiency going from a 21 inch mower to a 30 inch mower, but it was still 
eating my lunch because if I would have had a 60 inch mower out on that property, it would have been so much better. I'd go out there, I'd mow fast. I mean, I'd put the Dave Ramsey show podcast on and I'd go out there and I'd, you know, I'd mow fast, but it'd still take me an hour and a half. Excuse me. Then I'd go and I'd take my blade edger and I'd edge along the driveway and the street and this gigantic property. It had two driveways, you know, that combined into one, just a big old house. And then I'd go and I weed eat the garden beds. Well, my point was it was not efficient. And so it was cutting into my profit margins. What if there was no profit margins? I was losing money. I just wanted to do the property because of the, you know, it was a corner lot and it was uh, really prestigious and, and whatnot. <laughs> oh man. So then uh, I don't even know if I should tell this story. This, this is embarrassing. It proves my point though. Then a famous football player moves into the house. This is guys, this was when I say a long time ago, this was nearly a decade ago. Okay. This, the, the things like this don't, don't happen anymore, but I was uh, Rick's mowing. I was chucking the truck. So then the famous football player calls me and I was on another property and I answer the phone and I'm like, hello. And he's like, Hey, this is so-and-so. And, and part of me is thinking, this is my friend pranking me. And the other part of me is like, well, it could be him. I don't know. There's a lot of celebrities that live in Atlanta. So anyways, like, Hey, I just bought the house from, uh, you know, he said the lady's name. And, uh, then I realized this is probably legit. Cause I know that house is for sale. He's like, Hey, she said you did a great job. Everything looks good. Can you come give me a quote? And so I go over there and, uh, I was doing it for $600. All right. I'm about to make my point about efficiency here in a moment. And, I was kind of starstruck. This was one of my first times being around, you know, people that I grew up watching on TV and, you know, household names and, and sports and not, and what I, and so I'm, I'm just standing there and I, there's, there's a funny story I'll share in another episode, a very funny story I'll share for another day. I want to stay on point. I got a whole bunch of important notes to get to today, but I will tell a funny story about this fella another day. Very funny. One of my, one of my probably top five stories. We'll tease that for another day. So, Anyway, this guy starts negotiating with me and I already knew at $600, I wasn't making money because I had a 30 inch mower. I was just trying to scrape together the money to buy better equipment so I could be more efficient. And this guy starts negotiating with me. I told him I'd do it for $600. Have you ever seen Jim Moore when they, someone asked him if the Colts were going to go to the playoffs? He's like, playoffs, playoffs. We're just trying to win a game. And you're talking about the playoffs? playoffs? I told this guy 600 bucks and he's like, 600 bucks. You know, he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, I used to live in Chateau Alon and they only paid 300 bucks and it's the same size. 600 bucks. Get out of here. And, you know, he told me to get off his property and like, 600 bucks. And you're not pulling that on me. He's like, I can't believe you got that. You, the other people paid you 600 bucks. I was like, yeah. And he's like, I ain't paying 600 bucks. Get out of here. And you know, it's, well, I'm, I have, what do they call it? Uh, Walkaway power. Yeah. I had no walkaway power. I was, <laughs> I wanted to work for this football player, you know, and he, he could sense it, you know? And I was like, well, you know, I, you know, I can do it for 400. And this was about the stupidest negotiating I could do. Cause I could at least maybe said 550, even though I still wasn't have the right equipment to make it efficient. So I said 400 and he's like, nah, man, he's like, get out of here. And he's like 300. And I was like, I can't, man, I won't make any money. I already wasn't making any money. And so anyway, I, I caved in, I folded and I said, all right, deal. I'll do it for 300. Just make sure you pay me the first of the month, check under the mat. I had no efficiency with my billing at the time. And I had no efficiency to get this property done. So I'm literally out out there working, 
you can run the math with how many man hours I was spending per month. I literally would have been making more money. This is not an exaggeration if I would have been working at McDonald's. So that's the story of that property. And it was not efficient. Either I should have charged higher and the homeowner probably would have said no because they could have gotten another company to do it for cheaper or I could. So, so basically in hindsight, I shouldn't have been taking on properties that large when I didn't have the right setup. I should have kept to my smaller turf areas and crushed those and not been so you know, starstruck and taking on these jobs I didn't have the equipment for. And then the other side of that story is I needed to grow into bigger size mowers so that I could accept more properties like that and actually turn it into a profit. So efficiency is everything. With our equipment, we need to make sure that we are saving our money, living a, a lean and mean lifestyle so that we can have the margin to purchase better equipment that's going to get the job better in a more timely fashion. In this specific example, it needs to be instead of a 30-inch mower, that's good for a small gated backyard, but laying down a 48-inch mower, a 52-inch mower, a 60-inch mower, 72-inch mower, th- that's going to get the job done more efficiently. And so, that's something that's going to affect the bottom line profit. And it's not just with equipment. It's also with the um, uh, software that we can use. It's also with our employees that we are efficient in making sure that we don't have a bunch of window time and we're paying our employees to be driving around in the truck or even worse at Quick Trip. That's the gas station here. It's a, it's a, it's a landscaper hangout. There's so many landscape trucks and they're all parked and we're all friends. And I, you know, I get sucked into the trap, especially when I'm, when I'm, you know, out there solo because guys know who I am, you know, Hey, Jameson, Hey, Paul. And, uh, you know, we get to uh, chatting and things of that nature. And so long story short, um, we need to be more efficient in our software that we're billing as fast as possible in our equipment, in our employees, in our communication. And we'll do a whole other episode on efficiency. I'm, I'm, I'm lightly mentioning this very important component, but do know the fatter the profit margin is going to be that is um, dictative of how efficient of an operation we run our business with our employees actually performing during times of do billable work, billable hours, our equipment and our software is all tip top shape efficiency. All right. I, I did not do that justice, but it's, it's it's important to understand how important efficiency is. Another topic for another day where we'll dive into the details. I'm, I'm uh, intentionally aware that I'm leaving out so many details on efficiency because that, that this episode is not about efficiency. It's about profitability, but I do want to mention efficiency. All right. Marty's waving his finger at me. Move on. Number two is pricing. In my example, you know, my price, well, let me say this real quick. The market is, um, important. We need to do the research to know what the market is paying because me out there pushing the mower at 21 inches, if I'm going to charge $60 per man hour, well, my man hour, it's going to take me so long that my price is actually going to be above market. And there's a few people that might pay for that, but most aren't because most people, especially that live in a gated community like this, they understand markets and they understand approximately what a service like this costs. And so they're going to pay uh, within the market. And so 
we need to, uh, and again, we'll do a whole other show on another day. I'm actually doing, uh, there's so much that goes into pricing that is um, going to decide how we come up with our pricing. But ultimately, most of it is labor. We are charging our customers for our labor. And so we need to understand how much time are we on the property. And guys, we need to be collecting that data. When, when, we, turn off the st- when we turn off the car or truck vehicle, we need to clock into the property. It's 1.13 p.m. And then we do the work and we get done and we're about to drive off to the next property. Then we clock out, 2.13 p.m. Okay, it was one hour of work and we had uh, two guys, myself and uh, Alberto. So bam, that's two man hours. How long did it take? One hour, two guys, two man hours. How much did I charge the customer? And that way we know what are, you know, what are we actually making per man, per hour. If, if I'm charging the customer for easy math, $60, then I'm making $30 per man hour, right? Because there's two guys. If I was doing it solo, that would be a really good number. I'd be making $60 per man hour. But I charged the customer $60. It took us one hour. That's two man hours. So really, that's only $30 per man hour that ain't going to keep you in business too long. That's not a good number. So we want to get our prices up to what in $60 isn't the, you know, threshold of winning or losing because for all of the folks who have higher overhead, you might need to be making more than that. So it really matters on how much overhead you have. If you're running lean and mean and you have very minimal expenses, just the basics and and your equipment, everything's paid off, $60 per man hour can be fantastic. But if you have all these expenses, then it can... uh, it can mean otherwise. Last but not least, and again, guys, this is the most kindergarten elementary version. I'm, I'm mentioning efficiency and I'm mentioning pricing. We could literally do a whole month, literally, on efficiency and a whole month on pricing, but those two components affect our bottom line. So, this is something just to ask, how can I be more efficient in 2021? How can I be more meticulous in calculating my time in, my time out, my cost of materials and coming up with a price and coming up with the actual structure of having this data to analyze to make sure I am hitting my goal. Whether your goal is $50 per man hour, $55 per man hour, $60 per man hour, you need to understand what your overhead is, what your rate per man hour needs to be to be as profitable as possible, and then actually track the progress, not just be clueless and not have an idea. We need to we need to know our numbers, which means we need to be clocking in and out of properties. You, you need to have that data collected and not just one time, but for the entirety of the year, Okay, we came 40 times, whether it's a Microsoft Excel, it's a Google Sheets, it's whatever Uh, in your CRM, we need to have that information stored. And then, especially if you hop on a one-on-one business coaching call with me, if you have all that information, we're going to be able to dive right into it and see exactly what you're making per property, per man hour. And then we'll know what we need to raise the rates to, to be more profitable. We'll know what we need to charge future customers of the same square footage. It's just when that data is incomplete, then we really can't have a uh, the right price. And so data is everything when it comes to pricing and researching the market as well. So, so quick summary, efficiency, pricing. And then last but not least, 
as we go into this new year, we need to pursue excellence. People will pay a little extra for quality. I was just at Dollar General picking up some batteries for a piece of equipment. And when I got there, they had that raggedy Dollar General brand that you never heard of. It was like Ever Ready, or I don't even know the name of it. I, I literally just laughed. I'm like, I ain't getting that. You know, I don't want to be in the middle of a podcast with Alan Hayden and the battery goes out and I you know, I pull the battery out and it says, you know, Dollar General, ever ready or whatever. So uh, what did I go? I went for Energizer. Now, I, in my mind, they've done such a good brand, uh, you know, building their brand about quality. And every time I have used an Energizer battery, hashtag not sponsored, but it seemed to, you know, it seemed to truly last. And so the Dollar General battery was a dollar, right? Or $2. I didn't even look because I was like, I, I ain't going raggedy on a battery. And I looked at the the, you know, four pack of Energizer. I think it was like 519 or 719. I don't even know. I didn't even care. I'm like, I'll pay extra for the quality. And I grabbed the four pack of Energizer AA batteries and I didn't even think twice about it. It's the same when you get into landscaping and hardscaping. There's a whole group of people out there that have money that want it right. They want their patio pavers to look as great as possible that when their friends come over for the barbecue, everything is top, you know, top shelf. It's the, it's the best of the best. And then there's guys that want their lawn meticulously cut. Okay. I know one guy here in Georgia that gets his yard real mode three times. Okay. My buddy, Josh cuts his grass three times a week. One time he does it this way. The other way he goes the other way and cross the pattern. And it's, it is unbelievable how beautiful this guy's property is. Then he has it sanded uh, every so often, top dressed and uh, iron mixed on. It's it's incredible work my friend Josh does. But there's guys out there that will pay extra. They'll pay. uh, This guy owns a construction company and he's he's loaded. And he's like, he, he 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 pays Josh to come cut his grass three times a week. Well, but the rest of the market pays for once a week, or you got, you know, folks out there, do you do bi-weekly? <laughs> and so my point is people will pay extra for quality service. So if we're going to charge premium pricing, then we need to back it up with pursuing excellence and having excellent work. So that's kind of like to be off of pricing, but we'll call it number three. All right, guys, we have a hard stop. We need to get out of the studio today. And so I hate to cut things short when I'm just warming up, but uh, to be continued, I guess we shall say Hardscape Academy, debt-free landscaper, Gulf Coast bookkeeping. Thank you guys for sponsoring today's episode. Mr. Producer, thank you for all you do and make sure you smash that subscribe button and we will be back soon. Truly, I don't think there's ever been a better time to learn the secrets of how to properly install pavers and retaining walls. Our good friend, Caleb Allman, has years of knowledge and experience, and he has his upgraded comprehensive guide videos available right now at thehardscapeacademy.com. Guys, these aren't your local hardware store's DIY YouTube videos. Caleb will take you in-depth into planning, safety, materials, base, compaction, drainage, regulations, efficiency, and so much more. This course is endorsed by Paul Jamison, and it's your opportunity just to expand your business potential by learning from highly regarded hardscape professional, Caleb Allman. Get started now at thehardscapeacademy.com. 
Hey guys, Paul with a cool story from Jason in Boney Lake, Washington, as he recently purchased my rate increase letter. And here's the story he shares. I had uh, one yard, I was charging $35 uh, per cut, and it was taking me an hour every single time I was uh, working on the yard. I uh, increased the rate uh, to $50 uh, per cut, and she canceled on me initially. Called me back after a week to let me know that she's okay with the new rate and that she wanted me to keep, keep taking care of her yard. Well, Jason, thanks for sharing your testimony and guys, if you want to raise the rates on your customers, you should check out my rate increase letter. It's a plug and play. It's only $20. Put your information in, email it to your customers, let them know you're raising your rates and why it's been very successful in my business for Jason up there in Washington and many others who have been using it. So check today's show notes. Marty will put the link there, get that rate increase letter and raise those rates. Uh, Using that rate increase letter uh, was fantastic uh, decision for my business. listening to the green industry podcast please check out the show notes for links to products and services that you heard about during today's episode and you can stay connected with paul on instagram at paul jameson and at green industry podcast on youtube just search for paul jameson this has been a jameson media and mr producer production